Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the 80%. Today, I'll be sharing with you some practical money-saving tips, especially if you're a young single professional. Ito yung topic na diniscuss ko last week when I did a live stream on Kumu with Podcast Network Asia. What you'll hear are clips from that live stream and I hope you enjoy. So, are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba yumaman. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. Hello and uh, good afternoon everyone and welcome dito sa ating live stream sa Podcast Network Asia of the 80%. And I hope you're all doing well. Kamusta ang Valentine's Day natin? I hope you enjoyed it regardless if you're in a relationship or if you're single. Of course, it's a celebration of love. So of course, uh, I hope you had a lovely day kahapon. Alright, so we will be live streaming for the next hour or so, mga hanggang 7 o'clock or hanggang sa gutumin ako. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, for today, just uh, to have something to talk about, I prepared a topic na pwede, na, pwede niyong pakinggan para uh, matutunan natin kung paano mas uh, pagandahin yung ating personal finance. For today, ang focus natin ay yung mga single people. And this is actually something that a lot of young professionals ask me. Specifically, I prepared 10 tips kung paano ba natin papagandahin ang ating kaperahan. Tip number one that I have for you is that uh, you should be able to marry your budget. Okay? So, ano ibig sabihin nito? Just because you're single doesn't mean that you can't be in a serious relationship. So in the case of personal finance, you have to be uh, married to your budget. Kasi ang pera natin, forever natin yan na imamanage. Okay? So kailangan maging comfortable tayo na tinitingnan natin ano ba yung cash flow natin. Kasi kung hindi natin tinitingnan ng maayos kung saan ba pumupunta yung pera natin, then... Uh, sooner or later, we will be experiencing mga financial problems. A lot of the people who approach me with their financial problems, nagsimula yan kasi nagkakaroon sila ng denial <laughs> sa sarili nila na kailangan nilang 
uh, ayusin yung uh, habits nila ng paggastos. Just a practical tip, the thing that you need to do first talaga is to track your expenses. Pag sinabi kasi natin budget, nakaka-overwhelm, no? Parang hindi mo ako magaling sa math and uh, dalilito ako, etc. But my first practical tip really is to just simply track your expenses. Lahat tayo merong phone na may notepad, pwede nating isulat doon. Ano ba yung mga pinagkakagasusan natin? Uh, Every day, we can just note all the expenses that we have. And then, of course, at the end of the month, we will just have to add all of our expenses and see kung talaga bang mas maliit yung gasus natin kesa sa uh, sinisweldo natin. So, of course, kapag mas malaki yung gasus natin kesa sa pera na pumapasok sa atin, problema na kagad yon. But the good thing is, because you were able to track your expenses, dapat ano yan, itemize, no? Na tipong... Uh, Nag-spend ako ng 150 pesos for lunch. Tapos, nung hapon, bumili ako ng mineral water for 20 pesos, etc. So, pag nilista mo lahat ng pinakakagasusan mo at yung total at the end of the month is bigger than your income, then it's actually easier for you to pinpoint kung saan ka ba dapat magbawas ng gastos. And oftentimes, yung mga gastos na hindi natin iniisip, usually those are the things that are the easiest to eliminate. Uh, isa sa mga personal na gasos ko dati is yung mineral water. Kaya nabanggit ko din sa kanina. Pag lumalabas ako, I notice na andalas ko pala talagang bumili ng mineral water. And kasi uhawin ako, madali, madali akong mauhaw. So I really buy mineral water when I was uh, going out before. And ang naging simple solution ko dyan, bumili ako ng water bottle and uh, ang ginawa ko I actually bought a 1.5 liter water bottle na nasa kotse ko tapos meron akong maliit na na water canister na yun yung dinadala ko pag lumalabas ako and just by doing that na meron na akong baong tubig I was able to save actually a good amount of money na I would have na uh, never saved if I wasn't tracking my expenses. So, it's really important for us to track our expenses so that we will know kung saan ba exactly pupunta ang pera natin. And by knowing exactly where our money goes, it will be easier for us to be able to track our, uh, to manage our budget. So, that's my first tip, especially for single people kasi, ano yan eh, wala ka pang ibang gastos kundi sarili mo, di ba? And maganda rin na natatrack mo yung expenses mo ngayon, na ma-manage mo yung budget mo para kung meron ka ng nakikita or, or you're thinking of going into a relationship, then you actually know kung magkano yung surplus budget mo for your dates, di ba? Kung, kung lalabas kayo and uh, gagasos ka, bibili ka ng, ng, ng simple gifts para dun sa ano mo sa loved one more significant SO mo significant other mo then it will be easier for you to to uh, manage yung iyong expenses and income so that you won't get into debt of course we have to keep track kung yung income ba natin ay enough for our necessary expenses kasi kung hindi then syempre mahirap din yun na exacto lang yung sweldo mo dun sa mga necessary expenses mo. 
And kung ganun talaga ang situation mo, I usually encourage people to find an extra source of income. Mer- meron tayong free time. Pwede natin itong gamitin para maghanap ng side hustle or rumakit. Kasi may mga, to be honest, may mga na-meet na akong gano'n na talagang eksakto yung sweldo nila dun sa mga necessary expenses nila. asin wala akong matanggal dun sa mga gastos nila dahil lahat importante. And pagdating sa cash flow, we have to remember that there are two sides of the, of the equation. We have our expenses, but also we have our income. So kung hindi... Uh, if you're spending more than your income, of course, mas madali nabawasan ang expenses natin. However, kung talagang tinignan mo na lahat ng gasos mo at wala ka na talagang matanggal doon, you go to the other side of the coin, which is yung income mo. Of course, it's not as easy to find another job right now. And one thing that I would actually advise is to see if you can create a side hustle. Mar- lahat tayo, meron naman tayong free time. Of course, we will be sacrificing some of the things that we usually do during our free time. Pero sa tingin ko, no, sulit yan once we are able to experience the benefits of having an extra source of income. So kung nanonood ka ng 3 hours every day ng TV, tatlong oras ka nag-Netflix gabi-gabi, then siguro pwede mong gawing 1 hour na lang yung Netflix, tapos yung 2 hours gamitin mo kung paano uh, gamitin mo yung 2 hours para mag-aral kung paano ba uh, maging online freelancer. I know a lot of people na nagkaroon ng extra income because they are doing some extra, they are doing some online freelancing. So that's really very helpful. Right? What is my next money smart tip for single people? The second tip that I would like to share with you is to pay yourself first. So immediately set aside a portion of your income as your savings. This will help you save money painlessly and automatically. So importante ang nagsisave, sabi natin kanina, pero bakit hindi siya ginagawa ng karamihan ng tao? Because kung hindi mo nakasanayan na mag-save, mahirap siyang matutunan as a habit. So ang isa sa mga strategies na, tinu- na tinuturo ko is why not make it automatic? Why not make it painless? Okay? So, ang ibig sabihin ng pay yourself first, immediately pagdating ng sweldo mo, meron ka ng set amount na isi-set aside na ita-transfer mo sa isang savings account na hindi pareho nung salary account mo. Uh, very convenient na ngayon kasi may mga online banking na, may mga, may mga mobile apps na yung mga banko natin. So, very easy na na, very easy and convenient na to transfer a fixed amount. So, for example, kusumisweldo ka ng uh, 20,000 pesos a month, tapos ang sinet mo for yourself is 10%, so that's 2,000 pesos. So every month, you are able to save 2,000 pesos. And one great thing about this strategy is hindi, hindi siya nakaka-induce ng self-pity. What do I mean by this? Kasi dati, Noong nagtatrabaho ako, kapag uh, nagyaya yung mga office mates ko na tara, labas tayo, sinasabihan ko sila na, nako, kayo na lang, hindi ako sasama kasi nagtitipid ako. So, pag sinasabi ko yun, nagkakaroon ako ng self-pity na kawawa, ang kawawa ko naman, hindi ako makalabas. So, nung natutunan ko tong pay yourself first na strategy, pagdating ng sweldo ko, immediately I transfer, uh, dati nga, 5% lang yung ginagawa ko eh. 
And then, after ko mag-transfer, tapos dumating yung weekend or yung Friday night, uh, niyaya ko ng mga office mates ko na lumabas, gumimik. Ang gagawin ko lang, titinang ko lang yung wallet ko, titinang ko lang yung salary ATM ko. Kung may pera yon, then sasabihin ko, sige, tara, labas tayo. Ang maganda, sa, ang maganda dito sa strategy na to, kasi even if maubos mo lahat ng pera mo dun sa ATM mo at sa, sa wallet mo, okay lang dahil nakapag-save ka na nung umpisa. At Sempre yung savings account na pinagta-transferan mo ng pera, dapat uh, hindi mo tinitingnan. Kasi pag nakikita mo yung pera, tendency natin yan eh. Pag nakikita, nakikita natin yung pera, meron tayong temptation na gastosin. So that's my second tip, which is to pay yourself first. You can start with just 5% kung ano yung uh, madali sa'yo. Uh, a lot of financial gurus, they say that it's good to start at 10%. And then, Hanggang anong percent mo siya gagawin? Ang recommendation ko is to slowly build up at until you reach 30%. Kapag 30% of your income ang kaya mo nang i-save, then you're really in a very good financial position. And then, of course, aakyat pa rin yan kasi yung sweldo mo naman umaakyat din. Eh, diba? So, lalaki pa rin ang lalaki yung savings mo. May mga kilala ko na 50% of their salary sinisave nila. Okay lang naman sa akin pero ako kasi syempre, meron din tayong YOLO mindset. Gusto rin natin ini-enjoy natin yung sinisweldo natin, di ba? So, para sa akin 30% is uh, more than okay actually. And uh, kung meron pa ring excess dun sa sinisweldo mo, then good for you. You now have uh, a budget or you have extra money to spend on some luxuries for yourself or to buy something nice for yourself every now and then. But uh, of course, yung 10% pa lang, alam ko, karamihan ng mga nakikilala ko, nakakausap ko, medyo hirap na sila doon. And that's actually normal because biglang, ano eh, biglang nag-a-adjust yung spending habits mo. Eh. Uh, nagugulat ka na, bakit parang kulang na yung pera ko? Of course, uh, the reason mo bakit parang kulang yung pera mo kasi nung dumating siya, binawasan mo na sa kagad. And that's also one thing, uh, that's also one advantage of this technique. Kasi kung mapapansin ninyo, I don't know if you've been working for quite some time now, habang umaakit yung, yung sweldo mo, parang lalong lumalaki din yung gastos mo. So kahit na mas malaki na yung sweldo mo ngayon, pero parang kapus ka pa rin or parang wala naman masyadong nagbago sa lifestyle mo. Of course, there's, there is inflation but more often than not, subconsciously, ina-adjust natin yung lifestyle natin based dun sa uh, nakikita natin na pera sa balance ng ATM or ng salary account natin. Kaya the reverse is also true kapag medyo binabawasan kagad natin yung pera natin sa ATM salary natin at uh, nakikita natin na, uy, parang konti lang, nag adjust yung lifestyle natin. Unknowingly, uh, nakakapag-save tayo because we are making saving automatic and eventually it will become a habit of ours. So our third financial tip uh, for you is to be careful in using your credit card. Okay? So having a credit card has many benefits but all those benefits are worthless if you go into debt problems. Marami akong mga na-meet na mga young professionals talagang excited magkaroon ng credit card. And uh, of course, may advantage ang... Merong mga advantages ang credit card kasi bukod sa reward points, of course, it helps you build your 
credit history and your credit score. Kasi syempre, of course, a lot of us, someday we are planning to buy our own house. Plano natin siguro bumili ng sarili nating sasakyan. And uh, to be able to do, the, to do those easily, uh, we have to apply for a car loan or a housing loan. And kung wala tayong credit history, mahirap, mahihirapan tayong ma-approve for those loans. And having a credit card and using our credit card responsibly will build our credit score and credit history so that pag nag-apply tayo someday sa sa bangko ng ating home loan or car loan, then mas madali tayong ma-approve and probably we can also request for a lower interest rate. However, itong benefits na to, of course, as I've mentioned, useless siya, worthless siya kung yung credit card pa lang, mababaon na tayo sa utang. So, let, let us be responsible with our use of credit cards. Isang strategy na tinuturo ko kung gusto nyong matuto kung paano gumamit ng credit card ng maayos is every time na isa-swipe nyo yung credit card ninyo, you immediately set aside the same amount of money para pagdating ng credit card bill nyo, meron na kayong pera na pambayad. So for example, yung credit card nyo ngayon, nag-swipe kayo ng 500 pesos, ang gawin nyo ngayon dun sa salary ATM ninyo, mag-transfer na rin kayo ng 500 pesos papunta dun sa savings account ninyo. Or kung meron kayong 500 pesos sa wallet, kunin nyo na yung 500 pesos, ilagay nyo na siya sa envelope. So gawin nyo yan every time na sinaswipe nyo yung credit card nyo. Tapos pagdating ng credit card bill, then for sure, meron kayong pera na pambayad. Kasi hindi nyo kailangan magbayad ng interest sa credit card kung babayaran nyo siya ng buo pagdating ng credit card statement ninyo. Nagbabayad ka lang naman ng interest sa credit card kapag hindi mo binayaran ng buo. So doon lang naman siya mag incur ng interest. Ano yung fourth tip natin? Ito. Itong habit na to, I wish that I learned this earlier especially noong nakatira pa ako sa bahay namin. And ano ba tong tip na to? It is to learn how to cook. Okay? So mag-aral kung paano magluto. Cooking for yourself is, of course, a great way to save money. Just do a rough calculation of the money that you spend when eating outside and you will realize how much you could potentially save in a month just by eating at home. Okay? So, nung nagsimula ako... Nung umalis ako ng bahay and I began to live on my own, doon ko na-realize na, oo nga, sobrang laki ng diferensya sa gastos kung magluluto ako sa bahay versus kakain sa labas. Pero kasi hindi ako magaling magluto, so for the first few months, talagang I would rather eat outside than cook. Uh, siguro except breakfast, kasi puro prito lang na yung breakfast. But yun nga, pagdating ng ng lunch at saka dinner, usually napapabili ako sa labas and pag kinumpute ko talaga yung gasos ko, medyo malaki. Of course, when you learn how to cook, I believe it is one of the most important life skills that you can learn. And sa panahon ngayon, marami ng mga cooking videos sa YouTube na pwede, tayong, pwede natin panoorin para matuto. And of course, it's also very easy to find a cookbook or a recipe book sa, sa mga bookstores where we can, which we can use to learn and practice how to prepare meals na gusto natin. Okay? So that's our fourth tip. And then 
uh, tip number five is to nev- never shop when you're hungry. Okay, so wag tayong lalabas ng gutom, lalo na kapag pupunta tayo sa grocery. When we're hungry, we become less thoughtful about our purchases. And this can result into buying more stuff than necessary or even buying things that are not essential. So very apparent ito kapag nag-grocery tayo. Kapag nag-grocery tayo ng gutom, usually mas napaparami yung nabibili natin na pagkain. Minsan napapabili din tayo ng junk food, etc. So of course, kung hindi naman to part ng budget natin, then uh, sayang, no? It could have been spent to other more important uh, stuff. Ngayon, kahit na hindi ka mag-grocery, napapasing ko rin na, for example, lalabas ako, Kasi pupunta ako ng bangko. Pag lumabas ako ng gutom, after ko pumila ng matagal sa bangko, paglabas ko, maghahanap ako ng merienda. So again, mapapagasos ako, which is, I believe, an unnecessary expense. Especially if, usually, lumalabas ako, na, lumalabas ako papunta ng bangko ng afternoon, di ba? And by the time na pauwi na ako, I'm very sure meron namang merienda sa bahay or I can probably prepare something uh, a snack at home na mas mura kesa yung kakain pa ako sa labas. So it's very important to be aware of our uh, eating habits. So kung uh, may friend kasi ako na diabetic so kailangan kumakain siya parate, ang ginagawa niya, which is something that you can also do, is to bring snacks. So that when you are out at nagutom ka and medyo malapit na naman yung next meal, then you can just eat yung mga baon mo na snacks. Siya nagbabaon siya ng crackers or biscuits eh. So, for example, medyo na gutom siya ng mga around 5 o'clock. So, malapit na rin mag-dinner eh. Kung kakain pa siya sa fast food, baka ma-spoil pa yung appetite niya pagdating ng dinner. So, ang ginagawa niya, meron siyang snack na baon or may biscuit siya na baon. Yun na lang kakainin niya para masustain yung, yung sarili niya, yung energy niya up until the next meal. So, hindi niya kailangan gumastos. And of course, katulad ng tip ko kanina, mas maganda na magbaon na lang tayo ng sarili natin tubig kasi ang mahal-mahal kaya ng mineral water, di ba? So, sayang din yung pera na pinambibili mo ng mineral water or pinambibili mo ng inumin. According to my friend, meron akong uh, kaibigan na doktor na nutritionist din. Alam niyo ba, ang sabi niya, tubig pa rin daw ang pinakamabisa na pantanggal ng uhaw. Pagdating sa pag-hydrate ng katawan natin, tubig pa rin daw talaga ang pinaka magaling. So, it's really better to just bring your own water so you don't have to buy mineral water and you will be able to save money. Since magbubukas na rin daw yung mga sinihan ngayon, kahit na GCQ tayo, that was something that I actually do before pre-pandemic na kapag Pupunta ko ng sinihan, instead of me buying food pag manunod ako ng sine, either one, kakain ako sa bahay ng medyo heavy para hindi ko na kailangan bumili ng merienda or ng pagkain or ng chichira sa sinihan. Or number two, I bring my own snacks. Minsan, uh, nilalambing ko yung uh, housemate ko na Gawa ka naman ng sandwich, tas baunin natin. Diba? So, <laughs> so meron, meron kaming mga baon sa sinihan. So, hindi na namin kailangan bumili ng mga, to be honest, diba? Overpriced ng mga chichirya sa sinihan. I, ah, I have a friend na ang ginagawa niya, 
part na nung grocery list niya yung mga chichirya na pambaon niya sa sinihan. Of course, kung kung presyo rin lang ng chichirya ang pag-uusapan natin, pinakamura talaga sa mga groceries. And kung mahilig kang kumain ng chichirya pag nanonood ka ng sine, instead of you buying dun sa cinema itself, why not just bring your own snacks? And uh, of course, ito, pwede mo siyang isamas dun sa grocery list mo. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about Flint PH. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash F-L-I-N-T-P-H. Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph, all small letters. Do you want to know how I get sponsors for this podcast? The secret is Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and get full control of how you monetize your show regardless of its size. If you're a brand and you want to advertise or collab with us, then go to advertiser.podmetrics.co and just fill up the form. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics. That's 80-P-E-R-C-E-N-T, all capital letters. If you do, I'll give you a free copy of an ebook entitled How to Make Money from Your Podcast Even If You Have Less Than 1,000 Listeners. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. We are discussing mga money smart tips for single people. We have already shared with you five tips. So just to give you a, a quick recap, number one is to marry your budget. So kahit na single tayo, we can be in a serious relationship and that serious relationship should be with our cash flow, with our budget. Our tip number two is to pay yourself first. So this is the easiest way to save money, to make it painless and automatic. Every time na may dumadating sa ating sweldo, we immediately take away a portion of it and save it to our savings account na hopefully hiwalay sa salary account mo. Our third tip is to be responsible in uh, in the use of our credit card. So be careful in every time that you use your credit card, be a responsible person and uh, this will help you build your credit score so that someday when you apply for a loan, it will be easier for you to ask for a lower interest from the bank. And uh, it will be easier for you to get approved kasi meron kang credit history. But of course, yung pag-build ng credit history natin through a responsible use of credit card, kailangan natin maging conscious dito na hindi tayo nag nagsuswipe sa credit card natin ng mas malaki sa kaya nating bayaran. 
right? So our tip number four is to learn how to cook. So especially maraming mga single people na ang uh, isa sa mga goals nila sa buhay ay umalis sa bahay at uh, to live independently. And one of the life skills that will really help you save money is to learn how to cook. So marami ng ways para matuto kung paano magluto. So let's take advantage of all the content that is out there and all the recipe books that you can buy to learn this very important life skill. And then the last tip that we have given, yung tip number five natin, is to never shop when you're hungry or never go out when you're hungry. Of course, kung lalabas lang naman tayo ng sandali lang, di ba? Kesa naman magmerienda pa tayo sa labas, kumain na tayo sa bahay, doon na tayo magmerienda para hindi na natin kailangan gumastos. Or kung possible, we can actually bring our own snacks. And kasama dito sa tip na to, yung pagdadala, pagdadala ng sarili nating tubig kasi mahal ang mineral water. Promise talaga, nung tinanggal ko yung habit of buying mineral water, nakita ko I was able to save around almost 1,000 pesos na expense. Di ba malaking bagay na rin yun? Yung 1,000 pesos, pambili na rin yun ng load ng cellphone, di ba? So imagine, imagine ninyo yung extra money na pwede nyong matipid just by simply eliminating a very simple habit na napakasimple din ng solusyon natin. Alright? So, ano ba yung tip number six natin? Our tip number six is to build an emergency fund. So, marami tayong, marami nang tatanong sa atin na bakit natin kailangan mag-save? So, it's really important to have a goal when you're saving. Kasi kung ipon ka lang ng ipon ng pera pero wala ka namang goal, mas madali, mas malakas yung temptation na gasto sinyo na iipon mo kapag meron ka nakita na gustong bilhin. So, if you're building for an emergency fund, ang emergency fund it acts as a financial goal that we can work on. So financial emergencies, of course, they happen. And having an emergency fund is important. Okay? Kasi pag nagkaroon tayo ng problema, kunwari biglang may nasira sa cellphone natin, kailangan natin ipagawa, di ba? Or biglang nasira yung sapatos natin, kailangan natin bumili ng bago. So we have an emergency fund to use na panggas. So, hindi natin kailangan umutang or mag-swipe ng credit card para uh, sa mga financial emergencies natin. Ang recommended ko is to save at to six months worth of your expenses as your emergency fund. So, tingnan niyo, itrack niyo expenses niyo, magkano ba yung nagagastos niyo sa isang buwan? And then, kung ang gastos niyo sa isang buwan ay around 10,000 pesos, then, ang emergency fund na recommended is around 60,000 pesos. Medyo malaki siya but it's very important kasi hindi natin alam kung kailan magkakaroon ng uh, urgent na financial emergency sa buhay natin. I actually have a lot of people na sinasabi sa akin na buti na lang daw may emergency fund sila last year kasi nung nangyari yung pandemic, they were able to survive yung several months na wala silang sweldo or or bawas yung sweldo nila, wala silang kita kasi meron silang emergency fund. Okay? So, I hope uh, we take the time to commit to build our emergency fund kasi it's really, really important. And yung pag-build ng emergency fund, hindi yan instant. From my experience and from the observation that I, I've had with other people, it usually takes around two years, two, two, one to two years to build uh, to complete your emergency fund na uh, six months worth. So, hindi 
wag hindi nyo kailangan magmadali. Ang importante dito is you learn the habit of saving. Kasi as you are as you are building your emergency fund, you are also learning the habit of saving, which will eventually become very important later on when you start investing. So we now go to tip number seven. So our tip number seven is to learn your HMO benefits. So karamihan ng mga young professionals, I am really surprised. Hindi nila, hindi nila alam ano ba yung mga benefits nung kanilang HMO. Ang alam lang nila, kinakatasan sila sa sweldo, pero hindi nila alam na sayang yung benefits na ino-offer nung kanilang health maintenance organization. And uh, it's really important to know these benefits kasi sometimes napapagasos tayo unnecessarily. Hindi natin alam na pwede pala siyang libre kasi meron tayong HMO. So the most common financial emergency is related to our health. So learn your HMO benefits and don't skip on your annual checkups. Nako, isa pa yan. Marami akong kilala na hindi nagpapa-annual physical exam or nagpapa-annual medical exam. Kahit na libre naman na offered ng HMO nila. So wag natin itong uh, sayangin kasi it's really important na malaman natin kung ano yung finan- or kung ano yung health or medical status natin. Of course, uh, prevention is better than cure and kapag maaga na detect na uy medyo umaakyat na yung blood sugar mo or nako medyo mataas yung yung cholesterol mo. Of course, hindi na tayo aabot dun sa point na kailangan natin uminom ng maintenance medicine kasi early detection na kaya pa rin siyang ayusin by having lifestyle changes, di ba? So it's a great way to save money in the future pag nalaman natin kung ano ba yung ating health status. So, alamin natin ano ba yung mga benefits natin sa HMO. Of course, one of the most common benefits of having an HMO is yung free consultation sa doktor. Alam nyo ba yun? Pag masama yung pakiramdam ninyo, may mga kilala ko, nagsiself-diagnose, nagko-consult sila kay Dr. Google. So, mahirap yan kasi kapag mali ang ginawa ninyo, mali yung inilam yung gamot, mas lalala pa yung kondisyon nyo, mas mapapalaki pa yung gasos ninyo. So, kung masama yung pakiramdam nyo, pumunta na kagad kayo sa doktor kasi libre lang naman magpakonsult kung meron kayong HMO. Alright? So, that's just one of the benefits of having an HMO na unfortunately, hindi natitake advantage ng mga young professionals because they don't know or they are not aware na they have these benefits. So learn your HMO benefits. That's our seventh tip. All right. So anong tip number eight natin? Tip number eight is to learn about investing. So sinabi natin kanina na dapat nagsisave tayo. Yung first financial goal natin is to build our emergency fund. So habang binibuild natin yung emergency fund, which I mentioned earlier na it will take around two years, we can use our time to learn about investing or learn about the different types of investment. So while you're still building your emergency fund, you can already learn about the different types of investment so that when you're ready, you can immediately start. Anong ibig sabihin nito? Kapag nabuo mo na yung emergency fund mo, siyempre, meron ka ng habit of saving. Ngayon, every month, nagsisave pa rin. Nagsisave ka pa rin, di ba? Nagtatabi ka pa rin ng portion of your income for your savings. Pero since buo na yung emergency fund mo, hindi mo na kailangan dagdagan yon. So yung every month na nasisave mo, that now becomes your investment fund. At pwede mo na siya ngayon immediately i-invest. Kasi for the past two years or for the past several months while you were building your emergency fund, you were studying 
Uh, pwede natin pag-aralan ano ba yung mga iba't ibang investments sa pwede nating i-check, no? So, pwede tayong matuto, pwede natin pag-aralan kung paano ba mag-invest sa stock market, paano mag-invest mag-invest sa mga mutual funds, mga UITF, paano ba gumagana yung mga bond investments, etc. So, pag uh, napag-aralan natin sila, tapos nagkaroon tayo ng investment fund, we can immediately invest our money in the correct products. So, may mga financial products kasi na appropriate for our situation. So, sinasabi ng mga tao, maganda mag-invest sa real estate, maganda mag-invest sa stock market, maganda mag-invest sa mutual fund. Ang basic rule ko rito is the best investment is dependent on your financial goal. So, pag sinabi ng isang tao na the best investment is the stock market, that may not be true for you. Kasi may mga financial goals tayo, may mga iba't iba tayong mga gustong gawin sa buhay and yung financial goals natin ang nagdidictate kung saan ba tayo dapat mag-invest. So, that's the principle of matching when it comes to investments and that's actually one of the things that you will learn when you start to read about investments or when you start to probably attend seminars about investing or read books about investing, which is something that we should do while we are still building our emergency fund or while we are still learning the habit of saving. Alright? So that's our tip number eight. Ano yung tip number nine natin? So this is very important, lalo na sa mga single people out there. Tip number nine is to live on your own only when you're ready. So there's no shame in living with your parents, but use this time to learn how to be financially responsible and of course, how to be an adult. So adulting, no? So adulting 101, ano ba yung mga kailangan yung pag-aralan? Of course, number one for me is budgeting. And then you should also learn how to cook. You should learn how to clean, <laughs> clean your room or clean the house. And then, of course, you should learn self-care. Okay? So very important. Kasi, uh, kapag mag-isa ka na lang, if you're living independently, sometimes it gets lonely, sometimes uh, you get bored, etc. So, yung mga strategies on how to care for ourselves that, we, that will really help with our mental health so that we won't need to be spending our money unnecessarily on uh, non-essential stuff. May kilala ako, he is living alone sa condo, he is living independently. Ngayon, every time na nabobor siya, anong ginagawa niya? Um, nagsa-shopping siya online kasi bored siya. Diba? So, mas napapalaki yung gastos niya. Meron din akong kilala, every time na nabobor siya sa bahay or every time na feeling niya ay nalulungkot siya, anong ginagawa niya? Lumalabas siya, gumigimik siya, so mas napapagasto siya. So, everything is connected. Ngayon, nung, nung sinabihan ko yung friend ko na, why not do something, learn a new hobby, something that you can be productive with na hindi masyadong magastos. So, yung friend ko ngayon, uh, nag-aral siya kung paano mag-live stream Okay? So, katulad dito sa Kumu. Pero kasi siya gamer siya eh. So, pinag-aralan niya kung paano mag-livestream as a gamer. And then ngayon, uh, kapag nabubor siya, instead of gigimik siya sa labas or mapapagasos lang siya uh, kasi magsya-shopping siya online, maghanap siya ng gusto niyang bilhin, ang ginagawa niya, 
nagsi-stream na lang siya, nagbi-video game na lang siya, nagbi-video game stream na lang siya. So, naiwasan niyang gumastos, tapos at the same time, kumikita din siya ng pera. So, these are some of the things that you should learn if you want to live independently. You have to, uh, of course, learn how to budget your finances. You have to learn how to take care of a house. So, you can start with your own room. Ayusin mo, i-organize mo yung kwarto mo. Learn how to cook. Mag, mag-volunteer ka sa bahay ninyo na ikaw yung, ikaw yung magluluto ng dinner. So that itong mga life skills na to, this will become very important once you live independently. Pero in the meantime, dun ka muna sa, ba- sa bahay ng parents mo tumira. So don't be in such a hurry to live on your own. Ako, to, if I will share with you, I actually lived with my parents up until I was 27 years old. Tapos by the age of 27, uh, I was already financially and emotionally ready to live on my own. So that's when I started to uh, look for an apartment na malapit lang din sa bahay ng parents ko. Uh, yung una kong nilipatan siguro mga 30 minutes away lang from my parents. Uh, so alam mo yun, every time na nahuhumsik ako or every time na uh, tinatamad ako magluto at ayoko din gumastos, Madali lang umuwi sa bahay tapos doon ako kakain sa bahay ng parents ko. But I wouldn't recommend that you live with your parents forever because there are a lot of lessons that you will learn about yourself. You will, There are a lot of things that you can only learn when you are living on your own. So make it a goal na someday, probably before you hit 30 years old, yan, you are already living on your own. So ang tip number Tip number 10 natin is to nurture a growth mindset. So be a lifelong learner. There's so much knowledge and wisdom that's out there and one of them could become your life's passion. Karamihan, na tan- madalas na tanong ng mga young professionals na nakakausap ko is, how do I know what my passion is? Paano ko ba madidiscover yung purpose ko sa buhay? And ang lagi kong tip na binibigay sa kanila is be curious. Have a growth mindset. So, try different things. Try to learn new skills. Try, uh, be open with uh, new ideas. And one time or one of these days, I'm sure you will stumble upon something that will eventually become your life's purpose. Okay? So, nurture a growth mindset. It is very important. And also, I believe that your education determines your execution. Ibig sabihin, uh, yung mga kaya mong gawin sa buhay, nagsisimula yan sa pag-aaral. May mga kakailala ako, of course, I, I have friends who are curious. Tiyatanong nila na, Uy, buti ka pa may podcast ka. Paano mo natutunan yan? Or, ang swerte mo naman, meron kang podcast kung kailan medyo sumisikat na yung podcasting sa Pilipinas. So sabi ko sa kanila, if I did not learn how to edit audio, how to do a podcast, how to start a podcast a couple of years ago, I would not have been able to start my own podcast last year. So, alam mo yun, we should always be curious about the different things that we can explore kasi hindi natin alam kung kailan siya magiging useful. So, of course, there's also a very famous saying that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So kung naghihintay tayo na may dumating na swerte sa buhay natin, important din na dapat handa tayo kapag may dumating na opportunity. Kasi yun talaga ang definition ko ng 
good fortune and good luck. These are the times when an opportunity comes across our life and we are prepared to seize those opportunities. So what are the 10 money smart tips that I've shared uh, for single people? Of course, number one, you should marry your budget. So learn how to monitor your cash flow so that you will be able to exactly know where your money is going. Right? So track your expenses, know your actual take-home pay, and then create a spending plan. Okay, so kung mapapakinggan nyo yung podcast ko, I've actually discussed there na instead of calling it a budget, may psychological benefits of simply calling it a spending plan. So create a spending plan for yourself. Tip number two is to pay yourself first, which is of course the easiest way to save money. Tip number three is to be careful in using your credit card. So ingatan natin ang ating debts. Uh, siguro doon natin na hindi tayo mababaon sa utang. So, it all starts with being responsible with our use of credit cards. Tip number four is to learn how to cook, which is, I believe, is one of the most essential life skills that everyone should learn. Okay? Tip number five is to never go out, especially if you're going to the grocery, never go out hungry. So, para maiwasan natin yung mga unnecessary expenses natin, um, and it really helps a lot if we can bring our own water kasi mahal ang mineral water sa labas. Okay? So tip number six is to build an emergency fund. Ang recommended ko, of course, is to build an emergency fund that's worth six months of your monthly expenses, of your necessary expenses. Tip number seven is to learn the, the benefits of your HMO. So kung nagtatrabaho tayo at nag, yung company natin ay nagpo-provide ng HMO or Health Maintenance Organization, um, alamin natin ano ba exactly yung mga benefits natin and kung nagpo-provide, tayo, nagpo-provide ang HMO natin ng free annual checkup at saka free dental uh, benefits, let's take advantage of it because as always, Prevention is better than cure. Mas maganda, may early detection tayo kung medyo uh, tumataas na yung mga BP, cholesterol, blood sugar natin. For sure, lifestyle change pa lang, nakokorek na sila so that we don't have to reach that point na kailangan natin bumili ng maintenance medicine. Aba, mahal din kaya mag ma, mahal din kaya ang mga maintenance medicine. No? So that will really help us not just our health but also our finances. So tip number eight is to learn about investing. While you're building your emergency fund, mas maganda, we are already preparing ourselves to become an investor. So tip number nine is to live on your own only when you're ready. So gamitin natin yung time na nakatira pa tayo sa parents natin para pag-aralan yung mga adulting skills. And then of course, tip number ten is to nurture a growth mindset. So Kailangan tuloy-tuloy ang pag-aaral natin. Hindi tayo tumitigil sa pag-aaral nung graduate tayo ng college. So there's still a lot of things that we can learn out there. So let us nurture a growth mindset because that will definitely help us not just to become financially successful but also to live a fulfilling life.
And that's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you can join me next time when I live stream on Kumu. You can go to bit.ly slash download Kumu. That's K-U-M-U to get the app today and then follow me at Bradfits on Kumu. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. That's it. This is Fitz Villafuerte. See you in our next episode. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.